Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Papaya Podcast. I'm your hostess, trying her mostest, Sarah Nicole, and each week I'm going to be dishing out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom or something like that. So get ready to get inspired, get candid, get real, because we are all in this digital space together. Today's episode is a dedicated episode all around the conversation of body quality. Old Navy absolutely changed things this year with the announcement of their body quality, offering all styles, all sizes at the same price in store and online. Now all stores online, in store, wherever you can find them, you'll find all sizes, all styles at the same price offering sizes zero to 30. This is a campaign for all women. So there's no digging around in a special section, AKA a plus size section or not being able to shop with your best friends. It's time to do the thing we've always needed to do and completely revolutionize the shopping experience, which is exactly what old Navy has done. Old Navy is offering a fully integrated shopping experience in store and online. Like I said, no separate sections, no separate prices. They worked with customers to have this come to fruition. The stores now feature mannequins in sizes 4, 12, and 18. And every clothing item online is also shown in a size 4, 12, and 18 model. They did their research. Really, truly, they did. They spent six years studying with scientists, modeled fits on 389 different body types, used multiple live fit models and hundreds of 3D avatars to create some consistent sizing for real women's bodies. They also did things to make sure that the clothing fit to your body. So it wasn't one size designed for one person. So a skinny jean didn't fit like a straight jean. Ankles were important. They relooked at everything. So everything tapered properly on jeans. So they fit the way they were supposed to all the way down on everyone. This includes denim gaps. It includes plus size jeans being too long. Just because somebody is a three X doesn't mean that they're six, five and not everybody is shaped like an hourglass. So they made sure that they had everything fit well on everyone. 
joining me in a conversation around this and what it is to be different body sizes throughout your own life and with the experiences with your peers. I'm bringing on Katie Storino. She is somebody who has been iconic in showing body diversity or even just showing how to dress a body that isn't what we see in the normal print ads, fashion magazines, and doing it in a really cool and creative way that doesn't bring competition into the equation. Please join me in welcoming Katie Storino. All right, everyone. No, Katie. <laughs> I'm just ready to chat. You're ready. I'm We're sorry. good. Oh, okay. No, it's all good. Everyone, welcome to today's show. I'm so excited to be having this conversation with the one and only Katie Storino, who is pretty iconic in showing us what body diversity looks like, how fashion deserves to be on different styles of bodies, different like body types, whether you're changing, ebbing and flowing, whatever, that you can have really high fashion looks. You can look incredible, whether it's super affordable or all the way to high end. I'm so excited to be sitting down with you today. Please welcome Katie Serena. Hello. <laughs> now, now you pause. <laughs> you're so great. So let's get into this because I feel like if you live on social media or you've had any time there, I just feel like you've been there forever. I, I actually have no idea where your origin story is. I've just followed you for so long. You've just become part of my social media experience. The, you, you're just, <laughs> you're in there now. You're part of the, you're part of the system, part of the cog. Um, tell me how you got into social media and how you got into doing what you do today. You know, I think it's interesting or I, I mean, maybe it's not, but my skill set was really in public relations. And the thing that I loved about PR is that you got to connect with people, connect brands, connect like different entrepreneurs who had maybe complementary skill sets. Um, and I think that that is something I loved doing in PR, which was the career that I had before I got into social media. Um, but once, once like an actual social network, like Instagram was launched, I was like, wait, what? Like you can, you can connect with like special interest, like people who have uh, the same interests as you, like all the way around the world. And, and kind of, you don't even have to be in the same room to, to get your message out with people. I thought that that was really cool. So I actually started, um, my dogs, I know, I don't know if, if this is too far back, but it's, it's a true origin story. I started my dog's Instagram account in like 2011. And that was before celebrity dogs or any of the, um, any, anything like that was happening on the internet. And that's how I got into the concept of like Instagram as a job. What? I was, yes. I was not expecting this answer. Really? Okay. No. Because sometimes I feel like I, people are like over it and they're like, yeah, 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 your dog. I'm like, well, it's, I, I still think it's really cool. No, I, I started her Instagram account. She was a rescue King Charles Spaniel named Toast. And I even went to Instagram's headquarters in San Francisco before they had an Eva Chen, before they had anything like that. And I was like, hey, my dog, I'm doing this thing where I like dress her up like celebrities. And and like raise awareness for, for basically for puppy mill rescue and, and adopt, don't shop. And we're very into dog rescue over here. And they were like, yeah, that's like not what Instagram's for. And I was like, okay, you're, you're missing it. Yeah. Um, but they got there, but I just think it's funny that that's like, that is kind of the Instagram as like a, as a place where you can like have a job and get a message out 
was something that I saw and wanted to do like right away. Yeah. I I find social media so fascinating because we're very resistant sometimes to even like the influencer marketing. People are very like, uh, influencer. However, I actually don't purchase something unless I've read reviews on a website. I've gone and read, I got, I go to YouTube channels before I buy a lipstick. I go and like check the hashtags and go look at brands tagged photos so I can see what people are wearing, how they're styling it. So I'm like, I actually heavily rely on this process, which is a really, which is a a really cool thing that now we've kind of taken that into our own hands. And we were, you know, this is now an ecosystem of economy. That doesn't make sense, but it is an ecosystem of how we shop and how we relate and how we, how we do things online now. Now you must've already been because of the whole dog thing, you must've already been into fashion and into dressing up. But when did it, when did the focus turn on to yourself? Because I'll tell you, I found you because I was sitting in a marketing meeting one time and your name was coming up repeatedly as like someone to watch what you were doing was out of like, it's, amazing because we're talking in the last five years. And when I look at how much has happened in the last five years, and they were talking about you doing, you know, celebrity looks on a body that was like 12 and up, like a size 12 and up. And I think you had like the 12-ish style thing was going on. And they were like, I've never, we've never seen anything like this before. This is like, this is iconic. Like she's like changing the game. It was so cool to hear your name spoken of. And I immediately was like, oh, wow. Like the way that marketing companies are even paying attention to this stuff. And now to look and pay attention to the fact that it's been how many years and now this is starting to become mainstream. But how did that all begin for you? How did like that focus beyond just being somebody who wasn't the size of a celebrity, which is like everybody's story basically these days, how how did it start that you were like, I'm going to start showing people how to dress like celebs, even when you don't have their body type. I, so I hate to bring you back to the dog, but I was bring me back to the dog. I I actually love, I was on a shoot for her with NARS and I did, I met, I I met one of the editors and I pitched myself and I was like, I want to do it. How to dress for a curvy body shorts on a curvy body. And so we did it. I saw, I saw the article come out. I saw the comments from women and it was, they, people talk about that Oprah, uh uh-huh, like, Mm. uh uh-huh moment, not uh uh-huh, but like, uh uh-huh. They talk about that. And, and that happened for me. I was like, wait, these women are also thrilled to see someone who's not a size two on a fashion blog. Why aren't there people who aren't size two on fashion blogs? My body's not the problem. I don't have an insane, crazy body. Maybe I need to do this more. So I did start the 12-ish style, wanting to cater to women who are a size 12-ish, maybe a 10, maybe a 12, maybe a 14, 16, not knowing that ultimately the platform would continue more into a body acceptance community for women of all sizes. But the Super Size the Look program really came about because one, I didn't really realize that once you become once you become someone who posts pictures on the internet, you have to have outfits every day. So oh, I started I to, <laughs> right. So I'm like, I was like, wait, hold on. I have to keep doing this. Okay. So I started to look to celebrities for inspiration. But what I would find is that women would tell me why they couldn't wear something that they loved it on Reese Witherspoon, but they couldn't wear it because they were this or their arms, their knees, whatever. So I really just wanted to 
show really clear examples that, and I, and so now I'm a size 18, 20, and it's that size zero two woman right next to the size 18, 20. And I, hopefully people are inspired by it. And there's something else I think that's interesting about the super size, the look program, that it's not about who wore it better. I say that on every post because I really, I hate the mindset that Women have quite often, they have the instinct, unless you are taught to, if you've untrained yourself to think like that, when you see two bodies together, you automatically declare a winner. And I really try to emphasize that it's just not about that. It's, uh, it's, it's more about like, look, everyone can play. Like we can all wear this. Wow. What you said there was truly profound because we really do we really do that even with our own bodies. When we see before and after we're, we declare a winner, we declare what side is healthier, what side is better, what side is more socially acceptable or more beautiful. And we're really shaking that up lately. Now I have to just, you know, given my own experience back when I was in a much larger body, I went through a weight loss transformation. Now I'm postpartum. I've regained weight, but I used to have to shop in plus size sections, which was a very isolating experience, to be honest. Like I never got to shop with my friends. I recently saw somebody do, um, an IG reels and they were talking about the fact that they had so many scarves collected because that was the only thing they could buy when they shopped with their friends. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had so many scarves. Like we used, obviously scarves were a thing, but we bought so many accessories, earrings. I had every accessory under the books, but I couldn't find a pair of jeans for the life of me. Now, my parents used to drive me to Old Navy in the States because it wasn't in Canada when I was like a teenager. Isn't that wild? I had to drive to Old Navy in the States just to even go and get like a size 14 or 16 jean. Like that was in a style that wasn't made for a 30 to 40 year old woman or not having to go into stores that, you know, only dressed for, you know, older women. I was a teenager. I didn't have, I wanted to find those styles. And that made a huge difference for me just to have a store that was trendy, that had a plus size section. So in your experience and, and, you know, with bought equality happening now, I think that was like my first reaction was, oh my gosh, like getting rid of the plus size section is really cool because now everything's on the same rack. You're not having to walk away from your friends or away from your family member or anybody else to go into a different section, which was often like the back corner of a store to go separated. But even more than that, and as somebody who has shopped fashion a lot, you know, it's rarely even available in the store. Can you talk a little bit about how often you've even seen items for different sizes within the same, like, let's even forget about like merging plus size into a straight size. How often you can even find sizes above a size 12 in general shopping. I just shot a video in Soho. I live in New York city and, um, I just shot a video in Soho and I went to 10 stores and there was only one store that had clothes that I could try on in it. So that's nine interactions of people telling me they either don't make my size or I have to go shop online. And the and that's what makes Old Navy bought equality so revolutionary because like, wow, to know that you have a safe space to walk into and know that you're not going to have to like take a big swallow and say like, do you have this in my size? Like to know that you're going into a place that has clothes for you, it's a huge deal. It really is. And and for a big company like that to make a commitment, I mean, it, it really is game changing. And it shows that big, like there's no reason why big companies, I won't say names, but other big companies can't get on board 
because what what a game-changing experience for for women not to have to deal with that You know, I shared this story, but it bears repeating because it's truly so near and dear to me that back in high school, I could not shop where my friends shopped. They just didn't sell my size. I was plus size in high school and our family, we used to have to travel to old Navy two hours away so that we could get jeans that fit and actually looked good, which was actually a struggle. It changed everything for me. When Old Navy came into my town, it meant that I could shop at the same place with my peers, which was a massive boost to my confidence. And well, now things are changing again with Old Navy in a way that brings shoppers and friends together even more. So dear women everywhere, let's start a fashion revolution. Old Navy is changing the shopping game with bought equality. Bought equality means size equality, price equality, and style for women everywhere. That's right. Old Navy is making every one of its styles in every size and with no price difference because we deserve it. And our sisters, moms, and friends do too. Bought equality started with you, the customer. Old Navy read thousands of product reviews, conducted thousands of interviews, even went on shopping trips with real customers to hear what you had to say. And then they really, really listened. If you've ever wished you could shop with your friends, well, Old Navy has heard you. They made every size from double zero to 28 available in store with no special sections. If you've ever seen something you loved and thought it was straight up rude that it wasn't made in your size, well, Old Navy has heard you. Every one of their women's styles is now made in their full size range. If you wanted clothes to be made fit for real bodies... Old Navy heard you. They spent years listening, studying, modeling, testing, refining, perfecting so that you and women everywhere can have amazing fashion that celebrates each of us as we are. Bought equality means that now in every store, you'll see mannequins in multiple sizes and online, you'll see the styles you love on models in sizes four, 12, and 18. It means consistent and comfortable fit in every size, double zero through 30, extra small through four X. Tons of revisions, thousands of people, including customers to create this fully integrated shopping experience. But that's bought equality. It's a revolutionized shopping experience for women everywhere. See oldnavy.com slash bought equality for additional details or in Canada, that's oldnavy.ca slash bought equality style subject to availability. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you get just as excited with us to get shopping in a store together. And not to mention the price difference, because I remember when I would see something in a plus size section versus a straight size section, and it was always more. And you would ask the question, like, why is it more money? It's the same style, but it's just a bigger size. And they would always say, well, you have to pay for the extra fabric. That's on you. You're the problem, right? Like it it really did give that ownership. So as much as all of the integrated shopping experience was one thing, the price different, like the price um, equality, I think was huge for me to hear. Like it was a huge thing to be able to say that. And I think as somebody who still is in a straight size body, it gives me a place of shopping that I can truly share online or talk about with my peers without knowing that I'm only talking to some of my peers or I'm only sharing a link for some people or it's only going to work on some bodies. And recently I'm going through postpartum right now and I'm like eight months in, but I'm going through postpartum right now. 
And my body has changed drastically. And what is so difficult about a change within your body is when it makes it even harder in society that when you perhaps gain weight, I actually, I can no longer shop at many stores. That is gutting. Like it's a gutting experience. I recognize that we have so many layers to undo when it comes to diet culture and our shopping experiences. But instead of just like sliding over to the next size pair of pants, it's like, sorry, we don't actually carry your size here. You're no longer allowed to shop here. And I'm like, oh, I just, okay. Like you get so lost in the experience as somebody who has, you know, I'm assuming as all bodies have, we've changed sizes over the years. How has that been for you when you have like favorite styles and favorite designers or whatever, like finding those again? And is it always been mostly an online shopping experience when you have to find these like styles? So when I gained weight and I went from like a 12, 14 to like a, I think just to a 16, and this is five years ago, I lost every single designer that I liked to wear. And that is where that, and, and again, everyone knows this stat, but I'll just say it, I'll say it in case there's one person out there who doesn't, but the average woman in the U S is a size 16. So now I had become the average size in this country and suddenly I had no options, nowhere to shop. And that is why I started make my size because I, I had done, I had done so many online orders because that's, I, it, it's much harder to shop in person if obviously, obviously, if you're that, if you're a size 16 or above. And I, I was like, oh my God, you guys think that you're dressing tons of different body types and look how, look how far away these clothes are from fitting my body, the average size in this country. So that was really eye-opening for a lot of, a lot of designers and caught a lot, the attention of a lot of designers who were like, oh, what? Whoa. So I think a lot of good came from that messaging and still, there's still good coming from that. And I still do it. And I, I, I still find it funny. And I like engaging with the brands who either are like, we're working on it, or they want to talk to me about it. Or, um, sometimes they just ignore it altogether because they don't have a plan to expand sizes, which is like a choice, Mm. but yeah, it's really isolating when you suddenly realize that like, you can't shop anywhere. Yeah. Or how much you have to then go into the effort of buying multiple sizes that you are now put the onus on to ship back and return. I've probably lost thousands of dollars from just having to shop online and forgetting, like missing the deadline of shipping back because some of them are very tight. It's very difficult. And so here I am like, okay, I guess this is now going to donation because I can't sit in this closet of shame for things that don't fit. It is, it's so wasteful and it's, and it's unfortunate because it's not, it's not the person's fault. It's not somebody you can't, you can't put the onus on there. The the clothes should have been available more than just online. Right. And so the other thing I really want to chat with you about is sort of the misconceptions and why you may believe it's more important to actually try on clothing, like designers working with different bodies, as opposed to just making a design and then scaling it up. Because I think we've all fallen into this trap like a million times, mostly with denim. I I have a personal like issue with denim. In fact, I think it's like personally attacking me. I'll give, I'll say this like, 
for reals. I did not actually, I read the whole, like what bought equality was doing for jeans and how they tried them on different people. And they tried them on different sizes. Like I'm like, okay, they said they modeled them on 389 different body types. And I was like, I still don't think it's going to work because it just never does. It's, it's never yes. worked for me. I have to tailor things myself. I have to belt them. I have to go three sizes bigger just to get them to fit on my waist or they're too tight on my butt or they're too, what everything. So when I actually did try on the newt, I'm wearing them right now. I haven't been able to stop wearing them. I was blown away that they fit. Like I actually put them on and they fit properly. Now this is not an uncommon, or this is a very uncommon experience because as you know, most people like the sizing and fitting is so different. Can you speak into kind of why it's so important that things are fit onto bodies of different sizes and diverse shapes and sizes and everything that a size two jean doesn't just expand. You don't just like cut the paper bigger and then it goes and fits everybody properly. That's a real thing. I think people, a lot of brands love to slap like a 16 or an 18 on the label. And really they haven't accounted for the, the shape and the size, as you said. And I also was skeptical of old Navy's, um, fit. we've been burned, man. We've been burned yes. so many times I, they, everywhere. They were like, you're going to love the way like the jeans fit. And I'm like, okay, like, okay. Like I'm open, but like, I've definitely been burned. And I was really surprised at like, at how well they fit me. Um, and it's, I'm 5'11". The average woman is 5'2". So it's interesting that they're able to accommodate so many different body shapes and sizes successfully. Yeah. I actually read that one of their review processes, they had said that people were saying like, just because I'm a three X doesn't mean I'm six, five. There was this assumption that people were very tall or, you know, and so that they actually do have also the height differences, which I think is really cool. Cause I do remember that. Like I was trying to think back on my experiences shopping in plus sizes. And I, and I always remember having my jeans like dragging on the ground. How tall are you? I'm five, eight. Okay. I'm five, eight. So um, yeah, I was really, I was trying to remember if that was just the style of the jeans back then, because we also did that for a while, or if that was we like did. truly because the, the pants I was finding were always way too long for my body. Regardless, I do think that it's a really neat, um, change that there, there really is availability for, for all different shapes and sizes for these types of things. And down to like athletic wear dresses, all that stuff. It's, it's made me like it's truly changed my mind on a lot of stuff. And it's been, I hadn't tried on old Navy jeans since high school, since my experience through high school. And essentially because eventually I just went to yoga pants. And after that, I I lost all this weight and I could shop everywhere. So I was like, whatever, I can buy jeans everywhere. So you would expect that in gaining weight, you would experience feelings of shame coming back into like, okay, now I have to go back and like shop at a place. But to be honest, it felt like coming home. I was like, I forgot how good this all is. Like, this is actually really great stuff. I was on set yesterday for like 10 hours and they had pulled all these different jeans a long day. They'd pulled all these different <laughs> jeans for this shoot. And I was like, oh, I brought, I brought my own jeans and they were looking at them and they were like, oh, those are amazing. Let's go with those. They're like the perfect amount of this, that and ever. And I go, they're old Navy. And everyone turned around. They're like, no. And like, tr- I'm not. Sh- 
I'm not kidding. Like they all just like whip their heads around. They're like, stop it. And they're like, the lines are blurred everywhere. Everyone thought they were like a really high end denim because that they were holding them up in comparison to really, really expensive denim jeans. Tell me, like, do you think that we can achieve? Like, do you feel that same thing that lines are starting to be blurred that you can wear high fashion with like more accessible fashion that you can find, you know, things at all different price and style and still like achieve different levels of fashion. Especially, yes, especially with denim, because I think that um, denim has definitely gotten, I don't know if the term is democratized, but like the cuts and like you used to be able to tell cheap denim and like, and that there was always something off about it, but no, the jeans are good. And you could pair, if you wanted to, you could pair them with like a super, you know, a, a, an investment blazer or like your fancy handbag. And the whole look is elevated, but yes, things like jeans, especially are like, no one knows what you're wearing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They don't know. Truly, truly. Do you think that this is going to change things for bigger brands or other big brands? I actually do because I think if people, if other brands can see the success of this program and how much noise we're making and how successful it will be, I think that other brands will be like, oh, why aren't we doing this? Like, because again, this is a huge company that's doing this. It's a lot of commitment. So I think that it is a great example for other brands to follow suit because, because why not? Yeah, there is that because why not? It's so fascinating, especially knowing the stats, right? Knowing the stats, knowing the stats and knowing that I went into, again, nine stores yesterday that didn't carry above a size in most stores, a size 10, 12. So it's just like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, get like, it's now, it's now kind of embarrassing, I think. So old Navy is like on the right side. I think what's really cool is that it's not just like an ad campaign. Like it's not just like, Oh, we're doing this one style. It It's like a across the board commitment I recently saw a TikTok as well that somebody was shopping and they were like, where's the men's plus section? Where is it? And I was like, oh my gosh, where's the men's plus section our entire life? I've never seen, I've never seen one. I've seen, you know, different stores that tailor to like the bigger and the taller, but I have never seen a plus size men's section in normal shopping experiences. They've had integrated shopping for a long time. This is very, very, very new for us. It's very, that's a, that's a very good point. I, I just like, I couldn't believe that it took a TikTok video where they were just like standing there and they're going, where did it go? And what makes me excited is that maybe one day, like the next generation comes up and they come across like one store that has a plus size section. And they're like, what the hell is that? Like, why is that there? And like recognize it for it's, you know, how it removes people from shopping together, how it separates people. Othering. It is an othering, right? And I remember I had a conversation with Roxy Earl once and she said, 
you know, I don't, I don't have to come into your minus section. Why should I have to shop in a plus size one? And I've never forgotten that. I'm like, why did we do this? Like, why was this such a thing? And, you know, I think it's, you know, even if you look at the way that sizing happens, we, we just like stopped, we did small, medium, large, and we stopped. Like there wasn't, there wasn't a sliding scale for even language to exist for the words to describe what these other ones are. So we, we added X's to things, which are still, you know, I mean, they're effective, but truly seeing like zero to 30 in one shopping experience in place, I think is incredibly different. I think it's going to change the way that we see our bodies. I think it's going to change the way that we see each other. And I think it's going to bring people together and hopefully in a way that the next generation grows up and doesn't have to see, doesn't have to feel othered into different experiences. If they happen to be, you know, like me, someone who was a size 14, 16 in high school, they're not completely removed from even a social experience, like a social experience of going to the mall with their friends. Shopping with friends. Yes. Not having 40 scarves in their (laughs) wardrobe because they can't shop with their friends. Katie, Tell me some other things that you're working on that you're doing right now before we kind of like tail off our conversation and tell everyone where they can find you and get like, I feel like we could talk all day, but ultimately like people need to go. Are we done? I'm so sad. I, we could do this again anytime, but your whole account is like, your whole account is so fun. Yeah, I know we could. I mean, yeah. if you've got more to tell me, you keep going. Man. I, I I think the sad thing is I don't. I mean, I I wrote a book called Body Talk um, that you I have very it. I have it. kindly yes. posted about. Yes, thank you. And that came out this summer. And that's been incredible to hear. It's an interactive guidebook for. It's um, so interactive. No, I love it. For, it's like changing the way you feel about your body, essentially. And the way that it was designed and put together really is an integrative experience. Very, very cool. Well done on that. Thank you. I did body talk. Um, Mega Babe is my personal care company. We make thigh chafe sticks, deodorant, body dust for, for sweat, butt mask. My brain is slow. So we, and we sell, we sell at one look. You're in Toronto, right? Yeah. We sell at G Beauty in Toronto and we ship to Canada and um, we're working on expanding into more locations. So that's, that's mega babe. And, um, that's it. I mean, that's my, I think that's my whole thing. And I you love can follow mega me babe. at Katie Serino on Instagram. See me bopping around town. Do you still blog as well? In theory. <laughs> I do. You know, my, <laughs> my assistant, yeah. My assistant, Lauren, she really writes all my blog posts. Cause it's really just, they're just for shopping for like a deeper dive into, into what you're seeing on my feed. And I'm slowly, but surely getting on TikTok. Oh my gosh. I would love for you to be on TikTok because I need you to tell me how to dress. I follow your stuff all the time when I'm like, cause I live in like the sub I'm like outside of Toronto, but I'm like more suburbs. So when I go into the city, I always need to know how to dress. And I feel like, you know, how to dress for city looks. <laughs> and it's nice to have somebody that like, not only do you dress for your size, but I feel like because you show how it works on like a bigger chest or like nursing boobs, like I just felt like I've had to relearn clothing all over again. Right. So it's nice to have, if you came on TikTok and just like threw yourself in some change rooms for me, like I, like me personally, nobody, (laughs) I would just really appreciate it. I think it would be 
so cool. Part of me wishes that we could have like shopping experiences because I think even if we could go to like an old Navy together and like with a bunch of people and like help everyone get dressed and like, wouldn't that be like, it gives me chills to think about what that would mean. Can we do that? That sounds really fun. I'll come to New York. (laughs) Okay. We'll come to each other. (laughs) Also, um, mega babe, your under boob stuff and your melasma. Whenever I'm like a beach day, it's so good. And your thigh, like I wear these like little thigh, like short things, but I tell everyone about your stuff too, because not everybody likes to wear a second layer and you I have don't. incredible That's why stuff. I made it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Yes. We need to do, I, I actually, I'm planning on, I have, I just got back um, to the city and I'm going to go to the new old Navy, um, which is like five blocks from my house. And I'm so excited about it. Oh my what gosh. What a different experience. Than I cannot wait to see. Yeah. What a different experience, right? I can't wait to see your um, outfits that you pull so I can just swipe on up on everything. <laughs> Honestly, they're the best. I, I will say this before we tailor off that I twice now I've done different, like just Instagram shoots wearing old Navy both times. My photographer bought my entire outfit. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Like I'm like, listen, I'm, they're so good. I honestly can't get over. I'm going to like stand up for a second so you can see, look at, look at these jeans. Like I can't even like the button fly. They're so, I can't even move. I'm so attached to this. Wait, I want, I, which ones are those? These are the sky high. They're the sky high. They're like five different words, but they're like sky high button fly denim. Oh, they're a rigid denim. denim that doesn't hurt if that's like anything for you. But because the button fly, it keeps everything flat in the front. It's they, the way that they designed the butt pockets, which was probably the biggest assault on denim that I ever felt having going into a bigger size is that the pocket size stayed the same. It's like, you know, what's happening? Why did her butt look so cute? And mine looks like it like <laughs> ate the pockets. Um, the pockets are very proportional to my buttocks. And that meant a lot to me. But yeah, I love it. I love it. Katie, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate you coming on and having this conversation with me to share and the excitement about bot equality, but also like chat about its importance and why, like for those who are straight size, this might be incredibly mind blowing for them. They might not even have recognized that there wasn't sizes past, you know, a 14 or 16 in stores or that, you know, that othering that was happening into plus size sections. I think it's important as I am in a straight size that I continue to talk about these things to kind of like bring awareness to stuff of all different sizes really have these conversations. You and I have spoken at an event before where you boldly spoke into that about the, you know, the accountability that needs to be held on companies taking these types of steps and to be able to sit down with you today and be like, look at one who did it, I think is a really cool look back moment. And I just really appreciate your time and your expertise and the the dog account that I don't follow, but I should be. You're amazing. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you. I love you. Oh my gosh. You're just the best. I can't wait to do this again. I can't wait for a shopping trip together. And for everyone listening, I'm going to have everything in the show notes for you. Please go check out everything happening with Old Navy Bot Equality. You can check that out by going to oldnavy.com slash bot equality or oldnavy.ca or oldnavy.ca slash bot equality in Canada. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at the Papaya Podcast. 
And if you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, please share it. Simply screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you'd like to lend your personal support to the podcast, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be oh so grateful. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of the Papaya Podcast, and we'll see you then. Thank you.